With great power comes great responsibility. Peter Parker in the movie (laughs) Spider-Man. Do you feel trapped in a cycle or pattern in your job, relationship, lifestyle? Are you tired of feeling sluggish, overwhelmed, exhausted, anxious, or powerless to the circumstances in your life? Are you finally ready to take back your power, transform your life in your deepest, darkest moments, and truly, truly start living the life of your dreams? Hey y'all, it's your girl B here with Back to Your Roots Podcast, and this is another episode. Good morning, tribe. Is the suspense from that intro killing you or what? All right, welcome. I am uh, all set up for this recording. I've got my little sage burning to cleanse the space and the thoughts. I got some coffee and my intention candle burning from Back to Roots, and I am ready to be here with you. So today I wanted to talk to you about um, a topic that's so... So, so important to my, to my being. And it's this idea of awakening, light workers, standing in your power, owning your gifts, but in this deep, deep sense of reverence. So... As I look around at the world, often I sit and I, I just, I'm just the, I'm just, I just observe the world and whether it's through social media or like people I come in contact with, you know, on movies, what, whatever it is, I just sit and I, I try to observe and I look for different things in my observations and and through the astrological transits that are happening right now and through the um, stepping up of energies and the the shifts the in the earthly shifts that are happening right now there are a lot of people awakening and there are a lot of people you know, that are, their gifts are opening so fast um, and they're awakening very quickly. And this is, can be very scary for a lot of people to not know, you know, they've got a lot of maybe, um, maybe they have a lot of physical symptoms happening in their body that might look like um, losing their hearing, tingling their hearing, upset stomach, Purging symptoms, flu-like symptoms, heart palpitations, aches and pains in their body. And if they go to their doctors, there's generally 
nothing wrong with them. Um, so these are more like energetic symptoms. So that's what kind of happen when you have like an awakening happening because we're shifting out of that old heavy energy and bringing more light in our body. Um, and those are for, this is for people who signed up for this, this path, right? Um, and other things that might happen is you might start to, you know, really start to feel or create inner knowing or create, you know, start seeing spirits, um, and getting messages, And the thing that I think has concerned me for quite some time um, is the lack of the rate of this evolution also creates um, in the time period that we're in because things are are so trendy and, and whatnot is there's a lack of reverence. There's a lack of sacred and honoring. So what can happen is we have, you know, these individuals awakening, but there's, there's, which is good because they're stepping into who they authentically are. They're owning their inner power, but with power comes responsibility and, and, and with power comes integrity and with power comes honoring the sacredness of what you get to experience. So if you all of a sudden start having uh, this awakening, you're starting to know certain things about people, you're starting to see energy, it's maybe not appropriate to be doing body scans on, on you know everyone that you're seeing and then telling them, um, what you're seeing without consent and permission. Some, the information that might be passing through you telepathically, clairaudiently, um, clairvoyantly might not be what you need it to be. It might not be for the highest and best good. When you start opening yourself up to the path and your purpose and and, and the energy world, there are, it's important to understand like with everything comes balance. Everything, um, even though we're working to, um, to deconstruct the polarities, there is, there is heavier energy and there is um, higher energy. And with the heavier, more stagnant energy does come things that you're maybe opening up to that you maybe don't necessarily want in your surroundings or you don't want that information from. So this is, could be lower entities. This could be um, lower attachments um, and all these all these things. Um, also working with like ancestral energy and mediumship energy, you might not always be getting the clearest picture. And it's important to know like whenever you're tapping into intuitive, your intuitive abilities, you can be picking up from hundreds of possibilities of future events. And, and 
this is where the work comes in. So if you're standing on a platform, social media platform, or you're talking to people about it and you're wanting to open about your up about your gifts, that's amazing. That is so amazing. And I honor you for the ability to speak your truth. I honor you. And with that truth comes you doing the work. It comes with you doing the healing. It comes with you doing the clearings on yourself. It comes with you tapping into your own intuitive knowing every single day. And your truth and the truth that you're picking up on will change and might shift as you do the healing, as you do your own inner work, as you do your own healing. And the reason being is because as you do your own healing, you're clearing and cleansing away heavier energies within your being and you're allowing the ascension and the descension process to occur. So you're allowing your higher self You're clearing all the way the stagnant energy within your being. So you're allowing your higher self to come within your body. So your your intuitive knowing becomes stronger. So it's not necessarily that our intuition is wrong, but sometimes we mistake our intuition versus ego. And when we're... It's like with anything, like when you're a baby, you're learn, you're a baby, so you're learning the development, you're learning to talk, you're learning to walk, and then as you move into, you know, higher grades, you're learning to form sentences, and then you're writing sentences, and then you're writing a book, or you're forming mathematical equations. There's a natural progression of you understanding and bringing in the wisdom, And with that comes, you know, when you're growing up, you just, you have this knowing like, this is what's going to happen as I get older. Like there's more, I'm going to be open to more and more wisdom. I'm going to open to be more, more and more developed. And this is this mentality that we need to adapt when we're, when we are in an awakening because we don't know everything (laughs) like especially if we're just waking up um and even the people who've been doing this work for a really long time they'll even say that to you they still look at things with like a childlike innocence through their wisdom they look at things from a wholeheartedness And this is this reverence that we need to really, truly start to co-create again. So it's, it's so exciting and it can be scarier, it can be intimidating to have your spiritual gifts open up for you. Um, And it's in... It's such a beautiful experience to have it in this day and age because it's um, so much more accepted. But I think sometimes what we need to do is create, we need to take that step back and we need to remember like, not necessarily that we're going back to that infancy state, but we need to 
we need to take a step back and, and recognize like, you know, there are boundaries, there are, there's integrity that needs to happen. There's responsibility. There's a sacredness to this. There's a reverence to this. And there, there is a deep honoring that comes with this. Um, and it's a lot of fun to work in the spiritual realms. But we also know, like, with anything, like, even herbal medicine, like, really, truly, to really, truly honor herbalism, we need to understand that herbs can do so much good for the body. But if I'm giving you a pulsatilla and you don't need pulsatilla, then that can create um, a, an ill side effect, right? Um, it's the same thing with like nutrition. If you're eating so many carrots every single day, then yeah, like you might turn a little orange. Like it becomes too much for the body because there's an imbalance. It's the same thing with crystals. Crystals are so amazing, but some crystals cannot go in water because there, there is a toxicity that comes with that. Um, some crystals, like you have to be careful if you're cutting them because they can be like toxic, but used in the right way with harmony and honoring, they can be very potent medicines for you to utilize in your every single day life. And as these things get picked up in mainstream, I think what happens is we forget, we forget those things and, and spirituality gets picked up in the mainstream. Um, we, or people are starting to awaken. We seem to forget the deep honoring, um, of this medicine. Um, and sometimes through my observations, I see a lot of ego and I see a lot of, you know, people trying to do people doing the work for sure. Um, but there's a lot of ego and, and maybe not these like integral boundaries associated with the work. And this is something I'm hugely passionate about is because with everything there can be like, it can be damaging to yourself. It can be also damaging to others. If you're sharing messages that whether the intention is still good and I have no doubt that the intention is still good, but there's still this ego associated with it. So, and this is important because, um, one, like historically we really fought for, for this, for this time. And we fought for the ability to stand in our power a lot of healers would have lived past lives where there was damnation for speaking your truth or maybe you were actually burned at a stake. Um, and a lot of healers have to work through those um, blockages to be able to fully stand in their power and that's something to honor. Also, like a lot of the the falls... The, the fall of Atlantis occurred over um, greed and power. 
Um, and there have been many spiritual leaders or gurus around the world that haven't come from a place of love. They've come from a place of ego and power. And although their work has served a valuable purpose, it doesn't honor the medicine. It doesn't honor the path. It doesn't even honor the work that takes to really step into this role and 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 do this work. So if you're stepping into the role as like a healer or a channeler or an intuitive or a coach or an energy medicine practitioner or a Reiki master, which is kind of the same, just different labels, um, doctors, whatever it is, medium, past life regressionist, <laughs> I could go on forever with the different modalities, astrologist, you want to really be mindful of the ego and the why and the intention behind this work and the, um, the reverence of it, the sacredness of it. When we come from this um, standpoint of reverence and, and sacredness, it really brings us truly back to our roots and honoring the medicines and honoring our skills because our intuitive knowings are, and every single person on this planet has an intuitive gift. Every single person on the planet has an intuitive gift or gifts. It's just like that is who we are on a, on a soul level. Every single person has it. Um, but the capacity for it is massive. Like the capacity to how many gifts that we can, we could bring in is astonishing, but you'll only bring in the ones that you need in this moment, in this lifetime. And it'll, it'll continue to grow and advance as you're doing the work. But again, like that's you doing the work. That's you coming inward. That's you healing that's you honoring creating intention you know coming from a heart-centered space getting grounded creating um safe boundaries for you so these are all things that are so so important whether you're like you know just awoken up (laughs) I don't like that word woke up but you started to like step into your gifts and capabilities you know, yesterday, last month, last year, or whether you've been doing it for a few years now, or whether you've been doing it for your lifetime, it still remains the same. And when we hold um, the medicines, uh, crystals, herbs, nutrition, exercise, life, money, our homes, the gifts, the medicine, all in this this way of creating reverence around it. It comes from a place of deep gratitude. It comes from a place of deep honoring. And it comes from a place that we're truly in the flow and connected to Mother Earth and all things.
in that space, we truly start to see the world around us. And we honor it. There's no more ego attached to it. There's no judgment. There's no criticism. We're not seeking external validation. There's no I'm better than you or Ooh, look what I can do. There's a true deep sense of honoring and integrity around the work. And when we start to operate from that nature, the amount of people that we can reach and touch and help to heal um, and help to empower and the amount of healing and empowering we can do for the plants and animals and mother earth um, is truly magnificent because we're not we're no longer stepping into you know our lower selves our little selves dharma we're truly stepping into how we can be of service to the world and we are coming with it with grace deep grace when we honor something, we know that there can be right and wrong ways of using medicine. And we are wanting to create harmony and peace and grace with our healings, with our teachings, with our wisdom, with the knowledge, with us building different schooling systems or agricultural systems or governmental systems or whatever it is. And when we do it in this way, the betterment comes from the entire comes for the entire planet. It's not just for us. It's not just for it's not just benefiting like me and my family or my friends. It's literally benefiting myself, the my family, my friends, the community, the country, the continent maybe, the entire world. And we start to live it truly in, a, in abundance and we only take what we need and everything else we give back where we give to another. And this creates harmony. This creates flow. This creates um, irony, right relation with everyone and everything around us. And as we, as more and more light workers or healers or intuitives or just people, Whatever label you want to give yourself, that's okay. Step into this role. I really want to impart upon you to just, it's exciting and you should be excited. You should be liberated. You should want to play with the energy and play with the medicine, but make sure you're getting grounded and you're doing the work. And you're creating this irony, you're creating this harmony, and you're doing it with integrity and responsibility. 
and you're being mindful of your ego, you're doing the healing works, and you're understanding when, you know, when you need consent, when you need boundaries, and all of this stuff. This is so, so important as more and more individuals awaken. Um, and a lot of the time you'll be able to tell, like, if you're wanting to go to a healer, you want to assess out which healer is going to be the best for you because some healers are operating in the light and some healers are, you know, they're still going through their stuff, um, or they just might not be the right energetic match for you. And that's okay. You know, and, and some healers, um, or readers, maybe you're going to like a medium or a tarot, tarot, tarot reader, even those individuals need to be of your energetic match or the guidance they might give you might be slightly off and that's okay, but that's where you need to learn discernment and like how you're discerning things. So there's all of these little like things that we need to understand as individuals awakening to our gifts um, and the sacredness of our abilities while we are um, learning and and being in the world, right? Um, as more and more people are awakening to their gifts and their talents. Also, each person's gifts, like I think we touched on this last time with the Lightworker um, podcast. Just because you have these wonderful gifts doesn't necessarily mean it's right for you to, you know, start to be a medium, right? If you start to be able to commune with past loved ones, perhaps your dharma is to just integrate that practice within your entire life or it perhaps it's to make it so it's okay for this to exist so your community and your family also know it's okay for it for it to exist but your dharma is to be i don't know an accountant or a mom or an architect or you know someone else but you're using your gifts and you're integrating it into your entire life. And each person it's going to be so different for. So it's it's kind of hard to, <laughs> to have examples because it's not going to be it's going to be different for each person and their dharma is going to be different for each person. But just because you have these gifts, you it doesn't mean you need to step into some sort of role if you're not comfortable in doing so. Um, and if you are comfortable in doing so, that's amazing. But come back to your heart space by doing the work so you know what role is authentic for you. Um, and your role might change as opportunities and possibilities open for you, which is fantastic. And as you're doing the work, it is like, I can't even, it is so, so important to have reverence for this work and the work that you're doing because it's not it's not for you. It's for the, it's for the world. It's for the universe. Like you're, you're working for the universe now. (laughs) So you need to understand what that means and what that looks like. Um, and, and just being grateful for it 
and honoring it. And there's this piece we are missing a lot in society, just in society in general, like honoring the food that we eat, honoring our bodies for carrying us around, honoring our voices or our gifts or our mind. There's, uh, we don't honor ourselves a lot. And when we honor ourselves, we know we fully understand the responsibility that it takes to carry out those tasks and we become very grateful um, and that's, that's the seat in which you want to be able to do this work is with gratitude, reverence, and knowing just how sacred it truly, truly is. So this is a topic that's so near, <laughs> so near and dear to me. Um, and perhaps that's why in this lifetime, I've definitely stepped into role of teacher um and that's going to continue to expand as I'm working on more and more um projects um but to me it's it's so important and it's interesting how evolution happens um because if you step into this role um when you're living in like a tribal community, say in like the Andes or Siberia or Africa, you would have reverence and you would just know how sacred this is. But now because we live in like the 21st century, we've, we've lost that a little bit. Um, because everything's, you know, fast and easy and free and available at our fingertips. And just because it's so, it doesn't mean that we don't need to honor the work um, and do the work, do the healing. Um, Diane Stein is a great leader in energy medicine. And a healer is only as good as the healing that you're willing to do. So the depths of your practice is only is going to be as good as what you're willing to heal within yourself, which is why I'm always on this little soapbox of, you know, do the work, do the healing, do the work, do the healing, because it's so important. It's what brings you home into yourself. It's what brings you fully into your dharma. It's what brings you fully into alignment with yourself. It's what helps you to heal your heart space so you can be compassionate and have unconditional love for yourself, but also for others. It's what brings you more into your gifts, into your knowing, into your intuition. Um, It's what brings you into this work. And when you work do this work from that space that's where the true magical and miracles can happen so that's what I got for you this time thank you so much for listening guys um if you want to connect with me more you can hop on over to um, my instagram platform um or check out the website if you want to work with me I work with individuals all over around the world, whether it's through healings um, or teachings 
Um, so I teach the Lidatarian program, which is a beautiful foundation for actually stepping into this work in a safe, effective, integral manner. Um, but I also teach other um, programs and classes as well. Um, and I, in my practice, I see a lot of healers, leaders, um, world shifters, rebels, you know, people doing really big things and people supposed to do really big things. So I help them truly step into their role and what it means and to use their intuition to do that. Um, So if you would like to work with me, I'll put my website in and my handles in the little dialogue box um, about what this podcast is about and you can always, um, reach out. I hope you guys have an absolutely amazing day today. Um, and you get some time to just, just be and soak up life a little and I'll talk to you next time. Love you guys. Bye.